the red coffee shop opposite my green coffee shop um, was closed. So we got all the customers that hate my green coffee shop but want coffee anyway. Nice. So they were just treating us like absolute shit. And I was like, bitch, you can make your own coffee at home if you want to be a dick about it. Yeah, that's what I do. I make my own coffee. Mm-hmm. Because I'm poor. <laughs> Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Lisa and Robbie. He's Robbie. And she's Lisa. <laughs> you tried to catch me again, but I'm too good for that because I'm a boss. Yes, you are. You're on top of things today. Hey, I wish I was. <laughs> I was going to say, this is Robbie at peak tiredness because he was on a 10-hour close last night Ooh. and he went to his friend's birthday and got home at midnight and then woke up at four for the open until three. <laughs> oh, boy. I love money. You've been a tired boy on, like, all of our podcasts lately. I know. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's just your lifestyle. Yes. I'm working on that, though, because I'm too poor to continue it. So. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe yeah. you've got to have some nights in. That's all I've been doing recently, and I am here for it. I'm a big fan of the night in of Netflix. You know, I was watching um, Riverdale oh. yesterday. Not yesterday, the day before. Getting caught up on all that drama. It's a lot of drama. Cried a little bit. Won't, I won't lie. I'm not um, I'm not above crying. Just don't do it often. That's fair. What did you do for Halloween? I had the best night. Yeah? Which involved going to my friends and playing Cluedo and then going home and sleeping. That sounds ideal. Honestly. I don't do Halloween, so we keep it casual. I fucking hate Halloween. <gasps> what? Con- controversial opinion. I fucking hate it. As an introverted child, the idea of being forced outside in a costume that I looked like a fucking twat in. <laughs> and it was always the same. It was old bandages that my mum had got and I got wrapped up like a mummy. And I got sent out in the street and told to beg for sweets off of adults. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh my god! Not here for that. And then if I wasn't outside begging for candy, I was inside giving sweets out to other children. No, thank you. <laughs> we had that conversation about why people shouldn't ring doorbells. Yeah. This is a perfect example of why people shouldn't ring doorbells. Because when they are ringing the doorbell, they want stuff. They want <laughs> free sweets. And honestly, I, genuinely, I think that's when I developed anxiety. Because we ran out of sweets once and I was like, we are going to be murdered, mother. No, that's we when are you going turn to your be killed. off. We tried that and then we got egged. So oh, seriously? You. Not you, like the kids oh, that did I know. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're I like, wow, not. it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't egg your house. <laughs> or did I? <gasps> bum, 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 bum. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> we better remember Halloween. to talk about that next week. Oh, of course you do. You're such a little, like, cosplayer, though. I love, so yeah. Like, I love cosplay. You have the best outfits. I do have. I keep being, like, everyone was like, what are you going to dress up as? What are you going to dress up as? And I was like, I don't have a costume. And then I was like... I have many, many costumes. <laughs> Wait a second, I have like four cosplays in my closet. But I think that's because like cosplays don't count as costumes, do they? No, I don't. Like, it's a bit yeah, more I don't than really that. wear my cosplay outfits like for yeah for like Halloween. I never think of them when I'm trying to do like a costume party. It's always like a convention. Yeah, because it's more of a an event, I guess, to dress up for cosplay. Yeah, and it's more fun, and I don't know, but also like. I love Halloween if I have something to do. Like, this year, I did not. 
and I was real sad about it. So I just stayed oh. home and watched um, Handmaid's Tale and did a face oh, mask. And I was like, this is as good as it's going to get. Thanks. It's my 20s. <laughs> you should have come to play Cluedo. Yes, that would have been very easy. I would have just mm, yeah. hopped on a flight after work. A very cheap um, suggestion. Yeah. Time zones, though. You'd have been here before Halloween. That's how it works out. No, you no, no, because it. you guys are way before yeah, me. We're ahead, yeah, I would have super missed it. And at that at that point, we were an hour even more ahead of you. So. I know. <laughs> Fuck's sake, time zones. Time zones, time changes. It's all a mess. It is a mess. Speaking of messes, how's Brexit? That was a very fun <sighs> Halloween activity. Oh my goodness. So it did not happen on the 31st. Wait, we what? Been, it didn't happen on the 31st. Surprise. Everyone's shocked. You guys got another <laughs> extension? We did for three months. Nice. So we no no. So we're now having a general election on the twelfth of December. Mm. Jingle polls, jingle polls, jingle all the way. See what I did? Jingle yeah. polls instead of jingle bells because like yeah. the voting polls. Yeah, nailed it. Um. So yeah, we're gonna have a general election. So we're gonna vote in a new government. Yay! So then they're gonna have a month and a half to figure out Brexit. Pretty much, even though a deal has already been agreed. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm really glad that our governments are on top of their shit. Well, I mean, Westminster, not so much. My government, my Scottish government, and Ms. Nicola Sturgeon, they're on top of it. Because, bitch, we get in a second independent referendum. I assume they've started Woo-hoo! calling it Indie Ref 2020, so I think it's coming next year. I'm very excited. That's I mean, so I'm exciting. not. I'm actually dreading it because Lord knows we're going to fuck it up again. But I really hope we don't. I really hope you guys don't either. Like, I wouldn't be able to look anyone in the face if we did. In fact, if we did vote no to a second indie ref, I would just be like, fuck it, Brexit. Brexit, I'm here for it now. Like, clearly this is what we deserve. <sighs> so that might be happening. This is exciting. But yeah, oh, Nicola Sturgeon was in my street. Well, not in my street. <gasps> the but she was in the, the shopping north? Centre. I know. She was in the, in the shopping centre beside my street. And I was like, <laughs> I was at work, but everyone kept posting pictures, and I was like, I need to go home! (laughs) (laughs) Aww. That's like how Obama was, like, right next to my campus when I was in college, and then my friends and I, like, ran over only to see his motorcade leave, and I was like, oh! No! So close! So close. Did you feel his energy, though? Like, just be like, ah, Barack! Yeah. Barack, come back! (laughs) Oh, Oh, we miss him. We miss we, we miss presidents that could form full sentences. Oh yes, we do. Um, oh. Weren't about to get impeached. Mm, yeah, that's always great. fun. We love that. Is that like going any worse or better? Or um, well, he keeps tweeting, being like, "You can't impeach someone who's done nothing wrong," and we're like, "Dude, you've literally admitted to your crimes." Yeah, and the fact that there's people who still don't think you're a criminal yet is astounding. Astounding. It's madness. Makes me very uncomfortable with the political climate. It super, super does. But what can you do? Well, yeah, especially when you've got um, AOC, like, on the news. I watched a video earlier. Mm-hmm. And they were they were getting her to defend socialised healthcare. And she was like, y'all keep talking about how much it's going to cost people, but you haven't explained to them how much they're going to save because they won't have to pay for private healthcare anymore. And yep. then I saw another tweet that was like, oh no, someone explain, me, someone explain this to me. I have to pay £2,000 more in taxes, but I save £8,000 on uh, private healthcare. How can <laughs> I do this maths? Like, why is this a question? It doesn't yeah, make like, sense. I 
Trickle-down economics don't work. Trickle-down arguments somehow do. Because Mm. a lot of, like, people who don't understand, like, socialized medicine... Yeah. They're coming from a standpoint where rich people who can't afford healthcare are like, we're going to make these decisions for you. We're going to come up with a convincing argument because you're not smart enough to think for yourself, right? They're like, oh, it's going to cost you more. You're going to have to pay more taxes. But those arguments are coming from the people who aren't going into debt Mm -hmm. for healthcare. Yeah. And that's what AOC was saying as well. And then she was like, we'll actually save money in society because there will be less people claiming work benefits because they'll be able to have access to the healthcare that they need to get back to work. They won't be um, off work sick because they can't get the insulin that they need. They um, won't be off sick because their anxiety can be dealt with because they'll have healthcare. Like, just there's so many benefits. But all they're talking about is, yeah, but the taxes. The taxes. Yeah, Americans hate taxes, but that's because rich people hate taxes, and we've been taught by rich people to hate taxes. But taxes are good. Taxes help people. Yeah, 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 they do. (laughs) But if the government's not, if the government's helping you, you're not pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. Oh, all right, Boomer, okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I almost said okay, Boomer, to a customer today, and I had to, like, bite my tongue. I was like, okay, Diane. <laughs> she said she's going to speak to customer care about me because I didn't cut her toasty in half for her. I was like, I'm not allowed Seriously? to handle the food. We don't have a food handling certificate. We warm up the toasties and we give it to you with a knife. That's I'm not allowed insanity. to do that. She was like, I just don't understand. And I was like, of course you don't, Boomer. I had a guy literally call me while I was on PTO asking asking me to give him access to a PDF he downloaded. okay boomer (laughs) yeah or no it wasn't a pdf it was a powerpoint still i was like there's a button at the top that says enable editing also i never responded i did not know this man i don't know how they got my number my lord well he probably got it from the directory but still like why me yeah it makes no sense oh i shouldn't be drinking this if i'm pregnant oh no robbie do you have something to announce (laughs) my babies my babies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Robbie, you need to you need to be careful in this gentle state. I know, I know. It's just I just love alcohol, but I also want to keep my babies. Because <laughs> you know, are you drinking right now? Yeah, I told you this. I'm opening dark fruits. Oh, it's Strongbow. I just thought dark fruits was like another soda. Mm, no, no, what it's are cider dark fruits? made with dark fruits. So, what like fruits, fruits that are dark fruits, like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dark what ones. are dark fruits they're fruits that are dark fruits <laughs> yeah so like they are like like the raspberries and the blackberries and the black okay. currants and the oh, maybe blueberries they don't know it depends on how dark they are <laughs> <laughs> you're too blue go away i will never understand currants i don't like them i don't understand why you don't have them because we have grapes which are superior we have grapes too. We just have a bigger selection. We just have more fruit. This is where you Americans have gone wrong. You cut out half your fruit selection because you didn't like the word currant. No, no, I don't dislike the word currant. I just don't like the taste of currants. How? To be fair, the most experience I've had with currants are when Rabina. I was eating Skittles and I was expecting a grape Skittle and it was currants and I was like, what is this? Blackcurrant, just to explain to to the people in in Scotland and England and 
It was a blackcurrant skittle. It should have been grape. It seems to it's be a grape. superior flavor. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, do you have Ribena over there? What? Ribena? Do you drink Ribena? No. Oh, it's great. It's like blackcurrant juice. <laughs> we might have them at like Whole Foods, like fancy grocery stores that I do not go to. You should go and get a bottle of Ribena. That's your homework. Source some get- Ribena. <laughs> My homework is to go to a Whole Foods? Yeah, that seems fair. No, I don't want to go to Whole Foods. (laughs) Time for a new segment. Yeah, since I have homework, you're getting homework too. Yes, so, uh, um, frequent listener, one-time guest, Holly, um, came... (laughs) Oh, I don't even want to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Holly came up... Holly is obsessed with the idea of Something called Robbie's Hobbies. Uh, in which I love I, this idea. I hate it because I hate Already doing things. It rhymes. <laughs> Rhyming is also great. We stand it. But I now have to do things. And so I don't know how it's going to work because I don't have a hobby right now unless I talk to them about NaNoWriMo. Well, we should talk about NaNoWriMo. But I, and I would consider Why would that you a say hobby. Remo? So that could be writing. NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call you out on that pronunciation bullshit, Lisa. <laughs> Bet you say pre-mark too. No, I say primark. Good, I taught you well. <laughs> so, I mean, I think for this first week, since you've been doing well with it already, you can consider NaNoWriMo your hobby for this okay, week. Just to explain what Robbie's Hobbies is, every yes. week, Robbie, I will be attempting a new hobby because I have a lot of spare time. And nothing to do with it. Um, yes. If you have any suggestions, tweet us at WDFcast, DM us on Instagram at WeAreDoingFine, or send us an email at WeAreDoingFine at gmail.com. Uh, yes. I have absolutely no boundaries, so any hobby's cool. Um, <laughs> not like, like weird money. Ones. This is also true. I have no boundaries and no money, so keep it. <laughs> um, so like- I, sound, I sound like a prostitute now. <laughs> Hobby number one. <laughs> Sex work is valid work, Robbie. Yeah, no, uh, no judgment, but that could no be one's... a very good and profitable hobby for you. <laughs> no one's gonna pay for this, okay? I tried to give it away for free, and no one's taking it. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there would pay for it. It just may not be the people you want. This is very true. <laughs> to be fair, I got offered five hundred pound a week to be someone's sugar baby. Why didn't you take that? Because it was, just, it felt grungy. It Were they felt, cute? No, no, no. Oh, it that's was like, probably why. Yeah, no, it was like, well, no, like, I, I mean, like, listen, if he was saying a thousand a week, <laughs> this wouldn't be an issue, but it was like a 70-year-old man, and he was oh. like, texting on this number, but you have to sign a contract and promise that you'll do everything I say, and I was like, no. <laughs> Ooh, I, don't, no. I don't even do everything I say, like, <laughs> I, I am so fickle, like. <laughs> I yeah. will promise to try and be sexy, but other than that, it's, <laughs> it's not much to it. I mean, I've, like, had friends who were kind of sugar babies, but it's always been, like, their their arm candy. Yeah, I'd do that. Like, see if there was just an old man that wanted company? Yeah. I'd be here for that. Just someone to watch. That's the, your new Go hobby. to the movies with. Go to the yeah, movies with. and take what, you have, out for a nice dinner. dinner, show you off to their friends. Exactly. Come on, older men out in Scotland. I've seen Robbie. He cleans up nicely. I look good in a suit. 
Aroka Bultai. Yeah. He refused to wear a kilt for me, though. So Kilts are for that. weddings and funerals only. Not even a funeral, actually. That would be weird as fuck. Just funerals. No, just weddings. Oh, God. I'm confused now. You should... I've, I've asked you so many times to wear a kilt. <laughs> well, as soon as you find me a husband, I will wear a kilt for you. Why would I... Oh, that's true. I'm pimping you out already. I'm like, but you're my boyfriend, my super straight boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am, like, pimping you out. <laughs> he's like, my super he's straight good. boyfriend. He plays up nicely. Just yeah. pay him. <laughs> the home officer, like, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> They're very, very open. open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, right. So Robbie's Hobbies. Um, Robbie's Hobbies, week one. So Hobbies. Uh, who crack on with NaNoWriMo. Me, Sarah, Lisa, we're all writers. We'll attempt to write. We do the thing with the pens and the papers. And Have we explained what NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo is? I don't think we have, but I was getting to that. And there is a challenge, nay, a gauntlet down, um, yes. called National Novel Writing Month. Um, yes. I believe it's a charity that you can donate money to it, right? Yes, you can. And you can get cool stickers and stuff. We're all here for it. You're basically challenged to write 50,000 words within a month. So the month of November, you got to write 50,000 words. Um, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. It's roughly, what, 1,500 a day? About. I think it's like 1,600 a day almost. That's too many. Um, well, you've been doing well. Don't be like that's too many. I had w- I've got five hundred so one far. One day, day off, one day off, and I just splurged it all because I know I'm going to Milan. I will not be able to do it. Um, so what we're doing is, yeah, we we've got to write five fifty thousand words in a month. Uh, we've each got mm-hmm. our um, own projects in the works. I'm obsessed with mine. Um, like to that's the point awesome. where, like, I see things happening in the street while I'm walking, and it's really creepy. Like obviously oh, it's just amazing. daydreaming, but like it's so vivid, it's very uncomfortable. Um, I love it. it. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I've already planned a sequel, which is getting far too ahead of itself. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I I'm literally just writing anywhere I can. I take my laptop with me as many places as I can. I was writing on my break That's at work. Awesome. I was uh, writing after work. Um, I'm currently writing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you just got to try and get as many words down. You don't need to worry about it being good. You can always redraft it afterwards. But the, I- exactly. the idea it's is It's not that about you- it being good. It's about it getting done. Yeah, it's about the act of writing and just becoming more comfortable with it and getting your sort of voice down. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the fun bit. But I keep like jumping between bits. So I was doing chapter one and chapter two. Then I went to chapter 13. Uh, then I went to the epilogue and rewrote the entire epilogue. And now I'm going back to chapter 12 because I want to write the night out that gets a bit messy. And then I wrote the, I've yes. already written. Those are my the, Oh, it's just, it's so great because my two fave characters woke up in bed together and my narrator yes. was not here for it. My narrator is an omnipresent dead girl. Oh. And she, have you, I not explained this to you? No, but we can do it off, offline because. Oh yeah, I don't want people stealing my ideas. You see. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so it's all drama, uh, but I'm obsessed with it at the minute. No, I feel it. I'm, for me, it's not always getting my voice down, but it's getting like the plot done, which is real weird. Because um, I feel like as a writer, I have a really strong voice, which can be an issue sometimes, but I don't know. It's always like actually having things put together and getting cohesive about it. No, I, I get that. I get that. Because I've got like, 
there's so many scenes in my head that are so vivid. And so I'm mm. writing notes, and then it's like, right, now I have to try and, like, connect them all together. Like, you have to write the bottom Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, oh, they went to uni and they it's met each sinew. other. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> why is he not just on the bridge yet? Like, <laughs> exactly. You're like, why can't I just write all of the fun bits? And that's the novel. The rest of it can just happen. Yeah. Oh, but no, I get what you mean. Like, the actual narr- narr- narration, I guess. Yeah, is, and like mine is a road trip, so it's like lots of long haul drives, and I'm like, well, oh, why did yeah. I do this? But that's such a good <laughs> challenge to yourself to make those like to like to make it interesting. Yeah, but also like you could challenge yourself to sort of express the monotony, but in an interesting way. Because road trips do get monotonous. Like our road trip down to LA, there's a lot of times where we were just sitting in silence with the radio on, being like, <laughs> yeah, more road, who? <laughs> Four hours to go. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now that Robbie has a hobby for the next month or for the next week, we'll get you a new hobby after this week. Oh, the next hobby can be jet setting because I'm off to Milan. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Travel is a hobby. Yes. <laughs> so now that Robbie has a hobby, let's hear from her from Bill. Yay. Hi, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. My father took me into the city to see a marching band. You know what this means, right? He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken? You can't see it, but me and Lisa now have eyeliner on and very large fringes because... Because my comical romance is back! My emo heart! Oh, my favorite part is that like literally an hour after their tweet went up and I had seen it and discussed it because I was at Halloween and we had we we're having the party literally Kenny called me being like have you heard the news and I was like my chemical romance and he was like they're back and like that was the entire phone call <laughs> I was like so sad that I wasn't able to get a ticket to the show but have they announced new music I mean I didn't have anyone to go with but what? have they announced new music or is it just the one gig I think it's just the one gig. At least that's all they've announced so far. Exactly. Is the one show in and it's called Return, Los Angeles. Isn't it? Yeah, which so it's not like one night only. It is we've returned. Yeah, it'd be fucking snaky if them to call it that and not give us any music. Just saying. I mean, I could see them like just doing a tour with the old hits. I'd be here for, for that. sure. Like some that. three cheers for Sweet Revenge and some like Black Parade oh, and Black Parade. I have a collection of videos of me and Kenny just screaming it in Hive a couple of weeks ago. It was ideal. Yes. I, I've i missed them so much. <laughs> I feel like they're definitely what has been missed in the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, they're what politics needs. <laughs> yes, they are. But, yeah, because like, I consider My Chemical Romance to be like my first real concert, because technically my first concert S-O-7. was Britney Spears. Oh, okay. But <laughs> was that your first concert? S-O-7? No, I fucking wish. My first concert was Paramore 2009, December 4th. Okay. Yeah, no, my first technical <laughs> yeah, okay. concert was... Uh, yeah, okay. Wow. That makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> no one cares. Robbie, 
Robbie, you're you that track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, Paramore. Okay. Thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, my first concert was Britney Spears Bob's on when that. I was like six. Excellent. Were you dancing? Um, I was six. I don't remember. Um, I would hope you were dancing. Probably. I hope so. Um, but my first like concert that I chose to go to was My Chemical Romance. Young. Oh, she looks so proud, guys. <laughs> I am. Uh, my, my emo little heart. It was during the Black Parade tour and I was just so pumped. <laughs> I'm literally on my way to buy eyeliner as we speak. Oh, right? Gonna need to bring back the island eyeliner underneath, like on the... Oh, God, yeah. On the waterline. Yeah, a look. It's such a look. Like when I go to emo night, because that's a thing here, um... They have emo nights where they have cover they have cover bands like play play the old hits. <laughs> Amazing. And like my Chris and I just like totally went all out and dressed totally emo. It was fabulous. Red and black striped jumpers, right? No. All black. Of course. All black. Black shorts, black shirt, black tights, black combat boots. The dream. Purple eyeliner. But yeah, so that's that's my favorite news of the entire week. It's, it was good news. I was super happy. It was super good news. In other news, we have a listener question. Oh my goodness, yes. They've, um, yes. It's an anonymous listener question. But it's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, yeah. Lisa's going to read it out. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this listener says, good day. I've recently thought about trying Tinder and the likes. I'm a bisexual female open to the whole range of good time to long time. Did either of you find success with sexual partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, or all of the above? What do you describe your types? Well, okay, let's answer that first. There's like, this is like a math problem. There's like multi-part questions. <laughs> There's a lot to unravel. Okay, so um, the question basically is Tinder, have we had any luck with partners? Yeah? Yeah. I mean, have you? Um, yeah, that's where I met my ex, but I'm not sure that counts as luck because he's my ex now. But um, we met. But you quite enjoyed the relationship while you were in it. Oh yeah, I don't we had a fab time. That, like, yep. Yeah, we had a fab time. Um, yeah, I've never used Tinder as like a sexual hookup app. That would be weird, I think. I know a lot of people do. I haven't really used it as that. I've texted a lot of people who do use it as that, and I'm just kind of like, nah, bro. Yeah, yeah good, bro. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> We're fine. Yeah. Like that, I like to take screenshots of them because they're usually like overly overt. Like I sent you one earlier this oh, week. Oh, he was very keen. Like very keen. He was very keen. Like you were like, oh, yeah. I've been at work. And he was like, fab, love your blue dress. Like, <laughs> okay. I honestly, okay. So I had a picture on Tinder of me in a blue dress at a wedding. And it was like, it was a very obvious kind of like it's a little bit of a thirst trap like i had a lot of cleavage i was looking good feeling myself i look good in the picture that's the only picture dudes comment on and it's like always like the drooly emoji and then they're like i love the blue dress picture like it's gotten to the point where i've gotten so many of those kind of comments i've taken down that picture and i'm just like not for you boys anymore why do you have to ruin this for me i loved that picture and you've turned it into something dirty and you've just like all i can think about is like how creeps react to it now yeah it's just like it's so sad for me it's rude fucking patriarchy the worst um so i've swapped out photos so we'll see how that goes <laughs> i'm probably gonna greatly decrease how many matches i get but that's honestly fine i'm very keen on unmatching with people yeah i just ghost them because like, i'm mean i just don't like unmatching i think that's so rude so i ignore them instead 
If I if someone says something like remotely creepy to me, then I'll unmatch them. Or if they're really boring and I don't want to continue the conversation and feel bad about like just ghosting them, I'll unmatch them. I'm a I'm a very liberal unmatcher. The only person I remember unmatching was this guy who basically like to paraphrase, he matched with me purely to tell me that I was too fat to find a boyfriend, and I was like, "Wow, cool. what you the do, fuck? you bro?" No, I've unmatched so many people, like. I think I'd say about half the conversations I have on Tinder ends with me unmatching them. <laughs> Good odds. Okay. See, I match with people and then I wait for them to come to me. <laughs> you women are always the same. Make the man do the hard work. <laughs> Kidding, obviously. Well, like, it's a good indicator of whether I'm going to get along with someone. Like, I've, I've definitely started conversations if there's something in their profile that I'm like, yes, I can either make a joke about this or I can start a conversation about this. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I'll usually, like, see if someone will message me. And if it's like, if they just say, like, hey, or I like your picture in the blue dress or, like, something like that, I'm like... I hate when people just message me like, hey. I mean, I'll just respond with hey and then... See how it goes. Yes. I've had a lot of people recently who are just like, they'll start with being like, hey, babe. And I'm like, that's too forward. That is too forward. That's just gross. No, I'm not sure, babe. I've Yeah, I've gotten a lot of people who are just very forward lately. And I'm just like, I'm not into this. A lot of creepy old men on Grindr will be like, hey, handsome. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, no, don't start with that. Don't call me babe. Don't call me sweetie. Don't call me cutie right off the bat. Yeah, do I look handsome to you? No, don't lie to me. Yes. <laughs> You are handsome, Robbie. <laughs> You're being very forward right now, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already your very straight girlfriend. <laughs> this is true. Ah, yes. I love us. But, so, um, I've had some success with Tinder, for sure. I've had one success with Tinder. <laughs> Woo! One for one. We're doing great. Well, I, <laughs> We're doing fine. I would say two. I went on a, a few dates with one guy, and he ended up not being a creep, but we just, like, weren't compatible. Fair. Sorry, I had to yawn. Um, not fair. I think not that fair. counts as um as a success. Like you, you yeah, went I think out that there. Counts as a success. Yeah. Um, no, three. I've had three successes with like meeting not creepy dudes on Tinder. It's a lot of going on really weird dates. So I have a lot of those stories. <laughs> I've been so in general. I've been on a lot of successful dates on Grinder, but I guess because okay. I use that more and it's more used. It's used by more guys in Edinburgh. That's fair. But that's where you also get the creeps, which is, but they're everywhere as well. Uh, And then second part of the question, what do you describe as your types mentally, physically to be? And have you met someone that changed your mind? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, First of all, mentally, they have to make me laugh. They have to be very sarcastic because I'm here for that. Like yeah. I want to be bullied, <laughs> not like not like too seriously, <laughs> but I want to have like fun poked at me so that I can not feel bad poking fun at them. Um, and they also just have to be like not necessarily politically the same as me, but politically empathetic. Like I couldn't be with somebody that was like, "This is my way, and it's the only way." Like if somebody was like, "Oh, I vote this way," but I totally understand why you like. Do you know, like it doesn't. We don't have to be the same, but I couldn't be with somebody that was like argumentative about it all the time that would be too much yeah um physically i always used to think it was my height because i'm quite small my height um okay sort of um i don't know muscular because i like muscles because i'm a yeah. um ginger hair like if you're ginger you're instantly like yeah as, you do like yeah, the gingers as um yeah but no i've now started 
um, so after my ex, because he was like a foot taller than me, and I'm and now I'm here for that. Yeah, because that was I do a tall like a man. tall man. Who who would have known? Or yeah, every woman ever. <laughs> I love tall people. Like I just like feeling small. Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I just like feeling small because I feel that so rarely. Yeah. No, like I think my type. I feel like you have to be able to hold a conversation mm-hmm. for sure, and it has to be like an interesting one. That's why I hate when they're like, "Hey, how's oh, your day yeah. going? Mine's cool, just at work." And I'm like, oh, I've had this conversation so many times. And it's even got to the point, like, I have D&D on my profile. And I'm like, I'm almost to the point where I'm over talking about Dungeons and Dragons, which is wild. I love talking about Dungeons (laughs) and Dragons. But I'm like, I need to update my profile because I'm tired of having the same conversation with these nerds. Like, and I say nerds affectionately, (laughs) but still. We mean all love. Physically, I would say, like, it's okay if they're... Like my height-ish, a little, I'd prefer a little bit taller, but like my, my general rule is you have to be bigger than me in at least one dimension. <laughs> Cause I like feeling small. <laughs> I feel like it's a very specific type. I don't yeah, know. No, I mean, it is, but I think we all have our specific types. Yeah. It's like a sliding scale. Yeah. Um, and then there's one last bit. Do you think it would be a bad conversation starter to ask this on a potential date? Have you tried the Japanese cube test? I think it would be very interesting hearing you two discuss your results from this. So we're going to do this live on air. Woo, 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 woo. Woo. I am very scared to find out about myself. Let's see how this goes. You're going to have to write notes on my answers oh, or just no. remember what okay. I said. Okay. Rob. Yes. Close your okay. eyes. Picture an enormous right, white okay. room. There is a cube. Okay. What color is the cube? Mm, blue. Okay. I'm writing down his notes. <laughs> What size is the cube? Um, uh, fairly small. Like, how big would you describe it? Like, the size of, like, the palm of your hand? Like a Christmas it's box? It's maybe, like, <clears throat> the size of a book. Okay. If that makes sense. That tracks. Or a cube. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it located in the room? Is it floating? Is it on the ground? Is it stuck to the ceiling? It's in the right-hand corner. He was just chilling there. Now, imagine flowers inside of this room. Where are the flowers located? Okay. They're in the center of the room. Okay. There's going to be a lot of typing. I'm so sorry for everyone who has to listen to all the typing noises. It's important note-taking. And how large are the flowers? Um, well, they're lilies, so they're quite big. Okay. I love lilies. Stargazers are they're like my some of my favorite. favorite. flowers. Aww, yeah. But I hate them because the pollen always used to set up my hay fever even though I was inside. Okay. Next. Imagine a ladder inside of the white room. Where is the ladder? Um, opposite me, at the far end of the room, behind the flowers. And how large is the ladder? As in, like, how high does it go up? or Yeah, like, how, how big is it? is it? How large? Like, how long is it? It's, it's like, a big ladder. It's reaching to the ceiling, and there's a little hatch there, but I'm not sure that counts towards this project. <laughs> okay. This is very interesting. Okay. Next, imagine a horse in the room. Oh, my goodness. Where's the horse? Oh, he's eating the flowers in the middle of the room. <laughs> And then name three characteristics for the flowers or for the horse. Pardon? So like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> three characteristics. Three characteristics. For the horse. Um, white, um, big, and um, calm. Okay. Oh, personality characteristics. So calm counts. The others two don't. Oh, calm. Um. 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 Uh, uh, happy. Okay. Um. And energetic. Okay. Last. Imagine a rainstorm. I love rainstorms. Where is the rainstorm? Outside. No, it's in the room. What kind of room is this? (laughs) 
Oh, I get it's above the flowers. Okay. And how big is it? It's like a little cloud above the flowers. Um, Not that big. Okay. Like, have you ever seen the cloud in Winnie the Pooh when they're singing, I'm just a little black rain cloud hovering over the honeydew. Yes. Excellent. It's that cloud. Perfect. All right. So keep in the room. The white room represents our lives. Inside the white room, there is a cube. The cube is a representation of our ego or how we see ourselves. So oh, your cube was rather small. So you have a small ego. You're humble. Ooh. The colored ego means you hide who you really are from people. So because your cube has colors, you hide who you are. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> if the cube is on the ground or fixed, it means you are well grounded in your views. Oh, me. So the flowers. The flowers in the room represent your family and friends. If there are a lot of flowers in the room, it means that you prefer to be surrounded by friends and family, which is good. You put them in the center of the room. Mm -hmm. But you also kind of put them away from the cube, which means that you prefer to keep a distance between your friends and yourself. A big mood, yes. (laughs) I mean, there's only an ocean in some country (laughs) between us. Um, The ladder in the room represents your goals and ambition. You have a larger ladder. It means your goals and expectations from yourself are higher than average. I think that hatch also means that you're going above and beyond, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Too many goals. Too many goals. (laughs) If your ladder is far away from your cube, it means you are not working towards your goals. Which I think you kind of put your ladder in the middle towards, like, on the side. I think you're fine. (laughs) I think you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) The horse. The horse inside the room is your spouse. The three characteristics of the horse apply to your spouse or or what you would like to see in a spouse. So me. Um. Calm and energetic. Calm and energetic. As soon as I said that, I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is how you see me, Robbie. Okay, I see it. (laughs) Calm, happy, and energetic. If your horse is close to the cube, it means you are close to your spouse, which makes sense. You put me in the middle of the flower field. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of far away. (laughs) She's enjoying this. The rainstorm inside of you. The room is life's problems. You didn't make a very big rainstorm. That means you are not currently facing too many difficulties, or at least you're ignoring them. Always. (laughs) Always. If the rainstorm, if the thunderstorm is near another object, for instance, the horse, it means that object is causing problems in your life, rude. Lisa! (laughs) I like that you put it directly over your spouse and your friends. I have been called out by this Japanese cube. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing shade everywhere. Basically, Robbie Rude. Oh, I am a mean person. (laughs) My poor, calm, energetic, happy spouse. (laughs) So as far as that being like an opener on a first date, I think it's a bit intense. It's very mouthy. You, you, you wouldn't get a lot of um. It'd probably take a lot of messages on Tinder to get that across. Yeah, but like if you were like if you were on a first date and someone went through that with you, I feel like it would be a bit intense because you're like yeah. the horse is your spouse. <laughs> That's me, you gun. That's me. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't. My professional opinion. I can't say I would too. I think that's like. Like, you've been dating for a couple of months, you're bored chilling out, 
OMG, yep. have you done the Japanese cube test before? Yeah, let's see how you think of me. As, as, yeah. <laughs> Reveal all your inner secrets. <laughs> Tell me about your family. <laughs> oh, you put them on the wrong side of the room? Oh, we can't work. Yeah. You put the horse far away from the cube. Rude. And you put the thunderstorm over the horse. Batch. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean I'm your problem? And the guy's like, I... <laughs> <laughs> And Robbie's like, I just thought the flowers needed water and the horse needed to eat. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Oh my lord. That was a fun experiment though. I enjoyed it. It was a bit like meditation on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, Robbie's Hobbies episode two. Meditation. Hey. That was fun. Thank you for the listener question. If you'd like to send in more, you can email us at wearedoingfine at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at WDFcast or Instagram DM us at wearedoingfine. Yeah. Um, also, as always, um, Apple podcast reviews, ratings, they all help. Yes, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Word of mouth is how we get listeners. And we like those. Yeah, we really like our listeners. We love them. We like to see where they're from, which is <laughs> Oh my god, creepy. we spent like 20 minutes looking at Elliot. <laughs> it's probably weird. Let it go, guys. Let it go. Well, let it go. Hey, Texas fans. Hey. We hey. saw you. But yeah, until next Tuesday. Keep, keep doing, doing fine. fine. Oh my god, there's been so many fireworks. It's a fucking bonfire night. Oh, what's bonfire night? Oh, you don't have bonfire night. Bonfire night is uh, Guy Fawkes night. Have you heard of that? Oh, so remember, yeah. remember. Yeah. Remember, remember that time when Bastard tried to go up Westminster and then all of a sudden it's like, this sounds like-